All right, we're recording. So this is a bonus episode for uh, for all of our listeners, Eric. Um, I know at least within our friend group, we've gotten a lot of like questions as to like, you know, how to read the betting lines and, you know, things like that. Obviously, you know, people will ask us like, oh, like, who are you betting and stuff? But I still don't want to say that I'm like an expert better, but at least being able to read the betting lines and knowing the difference between like a spread, a total, what does over under mean? Like yeah, it seems a lot harder than it really is outside looking in. Like once, exactly. you, once you understand the lingo and then you probably, and it's probably even better if you lay a couple bets down and you can see like what you bet and what's the payout. Um, you know, it all comes, it's all, it's all full, comes full circle. Um, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, maybe I'll just kind of kick us off with, with, let's just start with the simplest, right? And I'm just going based off of now, obviously, based on what sports books you use, like whether it be Bovada, Sportsbet.ag, FanDuel, DraftKings, they're all going to have, or like any sort of like Vegas casino line, like they'll all have their own different odds. Everyone has their own and, analyst and all, own team of analysts that reads into the teams and who's who's home. Who's who's been playing better lately? But for the most part, it's it's very accurate. If anything, yeah. it's off by a marginal amount, which is not a. Yeah. It could make a difference, but most of the times it doesn't. True, true. Like at very max, like one you know one site may give you know a team a six point favorite, but then another one might be like six and a half or something. Yeah, it's never going to be a like a, a massive. I've never game, seen but... more than a half a point difference between any sports book or any gambling yeah. site, but. Eric, you use Bovada, I use FanDuel, which they're about synonymous. But kind of just going based off, I'm just looking at the lines for tonight's Thursday night football game because we are recording what do you got? the game. So I got, you know, for the money line, right? So money line pretty much, it means if you're going to bet on the money line, it is just a, it's the easiest bet because you're betting straight up, right? You're just saying either the Bengals are going to win or if you bet the Cleveland Browns on the money line, that means the Browns are going to win. Like yeah, that's at least what you're betting, right? Yeah, just straight a straight up bet. You, you, you're just picking a team that you think is going to win. That's all. It's pretty straightforward. Money line, it's pretty much equals picking a team that you think is just going to straight up win. Nothing else. Exactly. So on my end, I got money line for the Bengals. I have plus one ninety four and minus two thirty five. So maybe yeah, so even this, this before is where to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying oh, no, no. The, the only difference I have like uh, 185 plus 185 minus 225 respectively. But that's pretty much that's that marginal error difference that we just kind of talked about. Yeah, yeah. Like money line is where you'll see a little bit more of a difference when we get to like the spreads and stuff. That's where you'll see like the points are a little closer. Um, now the plus, I guess maybe they even kind of go back a little bit more. Like as we kind of go through this, an easy rule of thumb. Anything that is a plus usually means that the team is an underdog. Anything that has a minus usually not like, you know, take with the grain of salt usually means that they are the favorite. So, well, I mean, they are according to Vegas or according to this. That's correct. What you're saying it's not usually, or maybe like that's who they're favoring. Now, of course, with the human eye of what you've seen in the past, maybe you can disagree with the sports book or you disagree with Vegas, but yes, according yeah, if it's a plus number, that means they are the underdog, um, and if it's a minus number, they are the favorite. Correct. Now, I I, I say that only because like you're, we'll probably explain more of that when it gets to the spread because the money line it doesn't really apply as much because 
So how do you read, let's say, a money line? I'm gonna just gonna now amend these numbers a bit, right? Let's just say Bengals are a plus 200 and Cleveland Browns are a minus 100. So the way to read that, at least the way that I do it, Eric, and then you can kind of talk about how you maybe do it. I usually just divide the money line number by 100. So it just gets down to a simple death, like a singular digit, right? It'll be either 2.0 or 1 point something. So for the example that I gave, Cincinnati Bengals would be a plus 2. Cleveland Browns would be a minus 1, which pretty much says the Cincinnati Bengals are a 2 to 1 favorite or yeah, a 2 to 1 favorite to win. Right? So if I was to bet $2, I would get $4. If I bet 10, I'd get 20, so on and so forth. Now on the flip side, I'm sorry, not favorite, they're technically an underdog, but uh, Cleveland Browns, when I said that they're a minus one, that technically means if you bet a dollar, you're technically losing a dollar. Now, it's a little hard to look at it that way because I know a lot of people lo- still look at it as like the whole numbers that are given, which, Eric, if you want to kind of get yeah, it, I know I, a lot I, of people look at it as like, I, I think you I have need a to better bet 100 way. to like get 100 back. Yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it. You know, they always do it by 100 denominations or a hundred dollars of how they look at it. So I think the best way to dumb it down. And so how I'm looking at it, and I'm just going to go off the numbers I see. So I have Bengals plus one eighty five, And so what that means is if you were to bet a hundred dollars, you would profit. Uh, so you net profit $185. So you bet a hundred, you would gain back a hundred, you would net, you would profit 185. Now for the Brown, well, you would you, hold on. You would profit 85. dude. If you bet a hundred and you get one eighty five back, you technically net profit at 85. So, so betting a hundred. Yeah. Like no, what, you I'm, had saying it right. is, what yeah. I'm saying is if you, if you bet a hundred dollars, you're, mm-hmm. you, so you're correct. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you're going to get 185 back. Correct. So yeah. So, yeah, so you, you, you get your hundred back plus another 85, but that's the best way to look at it with a plus number. If you bet a hundred dollars, whatever that plus number is, that's what you're getting back from your sports book, sports book or Vegas. Whereas if it's a minus number for the Browns, and so the Browns are the favorite, that's why they're a minus number. Uh, I have minus two twenty five for the Browns, which means that uh, t- to win a hundred dollars, you must bet two hundred and twenty five dollars. So if it's a minus number, it tells you how much you should bet uh, to yeah. get a hundred back. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably an easier way of looking at it now that yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's honestly, in my opinion, the best way. So it's like plus number that tells you, okay, how much money you'd get back if you bet $100. If it's a minus number, that tells you how much you should bet to get $100. To get $100. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think that's probably an easy way. It probably works like, I guess my way just works easier if they're like more e- like easily like. Because not everyone's it, betting $100, so maybe it gets correct. Correct. You know, a lot of people yeah. are probably betting between the 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 one to twenty range. If I had to, yeah, guess and that thing too, like they're not on like always like you know ten dollar denomination. Like someone just might be like, oh, I'm gonna bet like seven bucks on the game. How much am I gonna get back? Right. Um, but kind of moving from that to let's say let's go to the other side of betting. Right. We won't get to the totals just yet, but now we get into the spread. So I guess Eric, you want to break down. Yeah, so the way I always look at it is, so again, just going off the Bengals and the Browns game for tonight. um, So I have the Bengals there. They are plus six on the spread. 
Whereas Cleveland, it's always the exact opposite. So positive, negative. So it's, if it's a plus six, then it's always going to be minus six. If it was a plus 10 for the Browns, it would be minus for the Browns. It's always the same number, just plus or minus. And so what the money line, or I'm sorry, what the spread represents is this is, you know, so what Vegas or the sports books have done is they've kind of calculated with their analysts and saying, okay, they know who's the favorite, who's not. But like how many, how much more points does one team need to score to make the score even hypothetically, or how much points do uh, one team has to score less to have a tie game per se, if you will. So looking at the Bengals for tonight, they are plus six on the spread, meaning that if the true score of the game was, uh, let's say the Bengals lost 20 to 10, uh, but they were a plus six for tonight. That means in a betting, in the betting's world, the truth, the score is actually 20 to 16 because you're adding six to that 10. Whereas for the Browns, they're a minus six um, and they won. Uh, let's just say they won. Um, let's just say uh, 21 to 17. Uh, you would have to minus six from that 21 from the Browns. The Browns won 21 to 16 or 21 to 17, but you still, because they are minus six on the spread, you have to take off six points from that true score. So ideally in the gambling world, now it's actually Bengals 17, Browns 15. Um, so that, that, that's the best way I look at it is just take whatever score they have in the true world, like true score, what you see on the ESPN or anywhere else online or on TV, either add the points once it's finally done or subtract it depending on who has a plus or minus. Now these plus or minus scores also depend on basically what the analysts are saying of who, who's the better team. So it's not always the same number, you know, the, yeah. the bigger, the bigger the plus or minus number is uh, the more of a, a discrepancy between the talent of the teams. So if, so if you have a huge favorite versus a huge underdog, you're going to see the plus and minuses around like the 15s, the 20s. Uh, whereas if you, if Vegas thinks it's a pretty even matchup, uh, you might see maybe one to three points just to, just because they're pretty evenly matched up. Um, um, yeah, exactly. Matchup. And like going, going back to what you're saying about the plus and the minuses. So in this same exact thing, I mean, I've got the same score. So when Cleveland Browns is minus six, right? Whatever team you're kind of taking away points, Vegas or your sports books are saying that this is the team that we think are favored in this matchup. So they are technically given a six point handicap where, you know, the plus sign is the exact opposite where, you know, Vegas thinks that, Hey, Bengals aren't as good as the Cleveland Browns, but we think that they would be evenly matched if they got a six point head yeah, start. Yeah, they started right? with six points from the get-go for free. Correct. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and the way the points do, you know, Vegas and these sports books, they basically try to, you know, everyone wants to pick the favorite. Everyone picks like, you know, who has the best talent, the better team, but to help incentivize um, the, for Vegas and these sports books to really help them incentivize uh, how to, or incentivize people to bet on these underdogs is to give them points. That's, you know, that's why, it, you know, they'll give them plus six or plus 10, whatever it might be, it incentivizes people to pick those underdogs to hopefully where it's not everyone's picking that, you know, uh, overwhelming favorite dog or I'm sorry, overwhelming favorite team uh, now. OK, because they're not as good as a team, let's give them some points to start off with or you add at the end of the game to try to even up the matchup. Um, so that, that that's yeah. the best way I would kind of s- explain it. 
Yeah, and then like and like you said, right? Like points, really, you know, the plus or minuses. You know, obviously they're the same number. One is plus, one is minus, uh, given to the underdog and the favorite, respectively. And those can obviously range, uh, you know, a wide amount. They're usually done in point and a half increments. So like you'll never see like someone's a one point three favorite. You'll just see either they're a one point favorite, one and a half, two. And this is obviously we're talking specifically football. This can carry over into basketball as well and pretty much any other sport. Um, and, you know, just kind of going off of when we were just doing our podcast for our week two NFL picks, um, cheap plug, but Clemson is a 45 and a half point favorite. So Vegas is pretty much saying that Clemson is absolutely going to stop Citadel. So we're going to give Citadel to start the game 45 and a half points. Now, like the game starts, pretty much Clemson zero, Citadel forty. So ultimately, yeah. So if you're going to pick, take the spread with Clemson, Clemson has to win by forty five points or more because Correct. Vegas and the sports book is already giving the Citadel forty four and a half. Now the half point, you know, whether it's six and a half, four and a half, whatever it might be, that's huge because that could really sway people of either taking the points or not. And especially if I could have a whole number like you do for tonight, at least on my end from what I'm seeing. So like Cincinnati Bengals plus six, um, you know, if it ends up being a, you know, if the Browns win 14 to 20, and so you add six points to the Bengals score. So now it's 20 to 20. That's a push. You don't win, you don't lose, you get your money back. So that half point can be very huge uh, knowing that you're not going to have a push and it can really easily sway some people, you know, and that's another story for it's just based on people's tendencies, not going to tangent, but correct. Yeah. But so that yeah, half so point's that crucial. Half point, yeah. That half point, you know, like Eric said, is, is just to kind of prevent uh, you a ever push. pushing your bet. Yeah. So you won't lose your money or anything. You just get whatever your original bet is. You just get it back. Yeah. If you bet five bucks, um, you're going to get your five bucks because yeah. you didn't lose. You didn't win. So, and, and there is kind of speaking about that, right? There is like other bets that you can do at a lot of, a lot of uh, Vegas casinos or Vegas sports books or kind of any sports books, they'll allow you to what they kind of call is you can buy points. So let's just say, you know, using this game, if I actually think that the Bengals need a less of a handicap. So let's say I think that, you know what, Bengals actually only need five and a half, you know, I can actually buy that half a point and that would actually increase my winnings, potential winnings um, as well. And, and you can do that with on both sides of the bet. Like you can, you know, say like, I actually think Cleveland Brown's going to win by 12 points. So you can buy those extra six points, you know, obviously based on how much of an increase you're doing from the original uh, spread that they're giving you, your odds will go up and it also will shrink the number of places you can do it because not all sports books will give you that bet because I mean, as much as we hate to agree, I mean, these places have done so much research. They have like mounds and mounds of data and their spreads are like spot on. I mean, some games are like literally down to like, Oh my God, if I didn't take that half point, I would have like pushed. Yeah, it. I I mean, the half point, that. whether there's a half point or not, you know, the, the Vegas and these sports books put out these numbers. Cause there's a lot of fucking smart people out there and they've, you know, they've done the research um, you know, they're hired to do for exact to make sure that the house ultimately wins. Um, and they want to make sure that it's, you know, there's a pr pretty much even half and half betting on both sides of things where it's not overwhelming. Um, but the thing that you do have to pay attention to is like, you know, if you think you are going to take somebody who's going to 
and when a, you know, let's say you pick Cleveland in the minus six and you think Cleveland's going to win by a lot more than six. So that's what's called covering the points. Uh, so you, you think they're going to win by seven or more. So that means they cover. Uh, you, this your payout depends on how big of you know point spread there is. So obviously with the money, not not big, but you also have this plus and minus that we were talking about just with the money line. So for the Bengals on my side, the plus six will pay out at a negative one fifteen. And so what that's that's telling me is uh, you have to bet. And again, on a hundred dollar, a hundred dollar de- denomination, but that's telling me at a number negative one fifteen. That's saying, okay, you need to, ideally or theoretically, you would have to bet one hundred and fifteen dollars to get a hundred dollars back. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, you know the Browns at minus six, they're at minus one hundred five for the payout. And again, that means mm-hmm. you have to pay or you know bet one hundred and five dollars to get a hundred back. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and even just like that in itself, like, you know, Bengals being a minus 110 where and the Cleveland's being a minus 105 for, you know, covering the spread, even that will kind of show you as like you start getting more into it that like even just looking at that, you can see that most of the bets coming in are actually going to the Bengals. So like even, if, you know, going back to like what Eric, you said, right, like betting 105 to get 100 back versus betting 110 to get 100 back like Vegas is sort of leaning towards you can see that a lot of the bets are coming on the Bengals actually covering the spread which means you need to put up a bit more money to get that initial 100 back and to kind of go on the flip side of kind of what you said which is kind of the last thing I want to cover on the spreads was you know the lingo of when someone says hey I'll give you Cleveland Browns uh, to cover the spread. That means they're going to cover whatever their spread is. So here's the six points. And then the flip side of that is someone could be like, hey, I'll actually take Cincinnati Bengals getting the points, which just means that they will take Cincinnati Bengals plus whatever points that they're getting. So yeah. usually when you hear people talking, they're like, hey, you know, I've got, you know, the Browns, you know, covering the spreads, but then I got, you know, the Dolphins, you know, getting the points. And that usually just means that, you know, they bet the Dolphins to, you know, get the plus whatever points that they're allotted. And then they got obviously the Browns covering the six and a half, meaning that they, or the six points, meaning they're going to win by seven or more. And you'll probably see a lot more people if, you know, if we actually had the data, which we don't have, but I would, I would guess that a lot of people, or there's probably more people taking the points just because you can win your bet uh, in theory, if, and not always, but you can win, uh, win the bet whether your team loses or wins, depending on how many more points they're getting. Correct. You know, yeah. If the team that's getting points, if they win outright, then it doesn't matter what points you're getting. They won outright. So you pick the correct team. But, you know, depending on how many points that they're being given, you can still win your bet, even if they lose the game, as kind of explained earlier on. So that's kind of the beauty of having the points. But the reason why they get points is because they are based off analytics and, you know, what people are seeing. Um, you know, they're, they're the underdog. So, yeah. Um, and then kind of moving on to like, this is where the bets kind of get a little bit more fun. At least I personally think so to start off with the easiest, right. You know, one kind of bet that you have is called, you know, betting the total, right. So that's just pretty much saying that, you know, using the Cincinnati Bengals game, the total is set at least on my end is 44 and a half. That just means that you take the score of both the Browns and the Bengals, you add them up. And then 
you can bet either that the score will be above 44 and a half. So pretty much 45. This is where the half point comes into play too. If it's a full number, you can push on this as well. Exactly. And then you have the underside of the bet, you know, saying that, Oh, I think that the score is going to be less than, you know, 44, I guess 44 or below. And you know, that over under, like, this is where a lot of like analysts and things like that, like, you know, these, how many, how, how many points are scoring on average so far per game, you know? Yeah, like red zone efficiencies, defense efficiencies. Like, that's where those kind of stats come into place. If you really want to get into, like, the like the weeds of it, like, I mean, you can pull up, like, all of these stats on, like, Pro Football Focus or kind of whatever your site is. And uh, you can kind of look at the, you know, the analysts. You can see what they're saying. And that's kind of where you can sort of decide that, oh, I think that, you know, the over-under is going to be, like, you know, under 45 and a half or under this. And I mean, usually the easiest bet that I've done is any team that Texas tech is playing, just take the over. I mean, like going back to college football, I mean, Texas tech, no defense, they're going to score 50 points a game at least minimum. So whatever the game is, take the over, you know, sec games, you can usually kind of say like, all right, I'm going to take the under on those. Cause you know, those are more smash mouth defensive heavy sort of games. Um, but, but that's the total, right? And I think those are the three kind of core bets, right? Your spreads, your money lines, and your totals. Now, there is an option that if you did want to, let's say, take Cincinnati Bengals plus, you know, getting the points, right? Using the lingo that we just said, and I want to take the under on the game, there is something called a parlay, which, you know, Eric, I'll, I'll let you kind of Yeah, so the the best way uh, to describe a parlay is anytime you want to bank on all your bets hitting, um, whether it's but it has to be at least two bets, and it can be any type of bets, whether it's the spread, where you know the spread is being the plus or minus points, uh, the money line, which is again you just either picking which team is going to win straight up, or the over under as you just described. Um, It can be a combination of any of those, but it has to be at least two of them. Um, and so that's called a parlay. So, you know, you can bet those individual bets if you wanted to. You don't have to. Um, if you put money on the parlay, you know, the parlay will give you a separate line item to bet X amount of money uh, and you'll see the payout. And But the trick is or the thing is to be paid off a parlay, every single one of your bets, whether you bet them individually or not, every single one of your bets has to hit. It has all them, whether it's a two team or two bet parlay or a three, four, it doesn't matter. If one does not hit, the parlay goes away and anything that you bet on that parlay, that parlay bet goes away. Um, so let, that's a lot of times where people will kind of hedge uh, their bets where they'll bet the individual uh, bets, whether it's the spread or the money line or the over under, just kind of cover their cover their asses or kind of cover, you know, kind of make up the money if they do lose the parlay. But a parlay is a series of bets that you're banking on and all those bets have to hit for you to be paid off. If one misses out of 20, you get 19 right and you get one wrong. Doesn't matter. Parlay's yeah, gone. The doesn't, entire thing's gone. Yeah, you can't get you're not paid on the parlay. So, like, I mean, best thing to kind of say is also, like, parlays are high risk, high reward, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, sure, like, you know, a two-team parlay, you know, is might not be as risky. Um, and your payout might be, let's say, plus 150, meaning, you know, you bet $100, you get 150 back. But, I mean, you can do, like, a 10-team parlay, and you can have something like a plus 1,100 or, like, Actually, 10-team parlay, you're probably looking at like a plus 11,000 or something like that, right? Because the more teams you add, like the more bets you add onto your parlay, 
Um, and obviously these parlays can be within the same game. It can be across the game. So if you're doing like, you know, a 10 team parlay bet of like a Sunday night football or even like a Saturday, um, not Sunday night football, NFL Sunday slate, or even like a college football slate, um, the more teams you add on or like the more bets you add on the higher payout you get. But then it's also like, there's more chances. Like you said, you could hit 20 and oh, you could hit 19. And like, if that last one doesn't hit all of your bet, like you get nothing back. Yeah. The best way to even like dumb it down even more is like, just ask yourself, how is it easier to get one pick right? Or is it easy to get 10 out of 10 or all 10 picks? Right. I mean, obviously it's just, yeah, just pick one. You have it. It's a 50, 50 shot pretty much. Um, for that one pick. Whereas you have, if you do 10 p- picks within a parlay, you have a 50% shot, 50% shot of being right. But within all sense, so you do that compounding a compounding like number, if you will. And it's such a small percentage of you picking all your bets within like all 10 of those bets for, for an example. So it's just like, you know, it's an easy way to look at it that way. It's like, it's easier just to pick one game or one bet versus 10 bets having to be all right. It's, it's, yeah. it's, that's probably the best way of looking at it. And that's yeah. why, you know, you have a, you have a, such a small chance of compared to one bet, you have a such a smaller chance of hitting all X amount of bets. And because there's a smaller chance of you hitting or being correct on all those bets, that's why the payout is so much more versus just a payout on a one bet or one team bet. Correct. Um, and then probably like, you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time on these like last two, but like the next one, like kind of going along the lines of a parlay, there's something called a round robin as well, which round robin just means that if you have, let's say, you know, like using the Sunday slate of like NFL games, right? Let's say you chose, um, let's say you chose the Los Angeles Rams, the Bills and the San Francisco 49ers, right? Just those. And let's say you all just kind of bet on the spread. What a round robin would do is that it would create all the permutations of parlays. So two team parlays and three team parlay. There's only one three team parlay, but it would create all the different two team parlays. And then you would just set an amount that you want to bet on each of those parlays. So let's say you bet $2. So it would pretty much bet $2 for all the different permutations that you can create parlay bets that you can create with the teams that you, with the bets that you've selected. And it's an easier way to cover more possibilities because, you know, like going back to like Eric said, like, let's say, you know, 19 of yours hit the 20th one doesn't, but actually if you had, you know, made the reverse bet in another parlay, you would have hit or something like that. So the round Robin, like that's just an easier way of saying like, Oh, instead of you going and actually creating X amount of parlays based on the number of teams you've chosen, round robin will automatically do that for you obviously you have to put up a little more money because of all the combinations like if you have four teams and the combination grows even more um but that's just some kind of easier way of doing it and then last but not least kind of you have your prop bets which are um which are just more of like your at least the way i think about it is like they're just like your like bullshit like fun bets like prop bets uh usually are around like you know let's let's kind of take a look at two sides right some of your prop bets are going to be more like, you know, actually game driven, you know, like looking at this night's game, you know, you'll have a prop bet that says like Joe Burrow getting uh, over yards. two, yeah, over passing yards, under passing yards, you have rushing yards for certain players, you have um, who's going to get receptions more, you know, those kind of like individual or game who, stats. Who will score the first touchdown, uh, whether it's yeah. team A or team B. 
Uh, is there going to be a touchdown in the first quarter? Yes or no. Uh, but then they're also stupid like this. Like, you know, for example, keep it football related. Like during the Super Bowl, there's a Gatorade part color, that, you know, yeah. Gatorade <laughs> color or how, you know, th- how long would the national anthem be? It's going to be over a minute 52 or below a minute 52. So very similar to the total score over unders. But, you know, they can be serious, like you know, game like situations or they can be uh, what's going to be the first car commercial during the Super Bowl. Is it going to be Toyota? you know, Honda, you know, yada, yada. Um, yeah, exactly. but that's how they can be either silly or actually, you know, game-like like, you know, or in-game individual. situation, if you will. Yeah. And there's like, again, like all of these bets, like, you know, if you really kind of, especially with profits, if you really kind of want to get into the weeds, you know, there's a lot of analytics out there that like, you know, I hate to use Joe Burrow, but let's use kind of Baker Mayfield, like Baker Mayfield, whenever he's traveling, you know, on a short week, you know, how many yards does he average get for passing yards? And, you know, uh, the team that he's playing, you know, they usually give up, um, you know, X amount of yardage for a QB that spends three seconds in the pocket. Like there's, you could get into some like dumb analytics out there. And if you really want to use that to kind of make your profits, like you can kind of do so, but that sort of betting is also available for you, but that's really kind of the, the kind of the skinny of it, right? I mean, yeah, you I have that's, your... that's pretty much covering all bases of, and I probably went to, into the weeds more than we really had to. Yeah. I mean, um, your, your key ones are your spread, your money, your total, right? That's usually what I'm betting within those what three. Most people do. I'll throw in a pro, um, a parlay here and there. Uh, I rarely do round robins and prop bets. I usually just say for the Super Bowl, just cause I want to do like those dumb ones. Like what the first commercial is going to be like, what sweater is Bill Belichick going to be wearing? Like when he walks out or something like the that. The nice thing I'll say about parlays is we, you may or may not have touched on this is that, you know, betting on uh, consecutive bets, hitting all hitting is it doesn't have to be just one sport or event. You know, you can bet sure. on a, an NFL game and a hockey game and an NBA game and then, uh, you know, or, or a cricket game, whatever. You can bet anything you want that you feel confident or, you know, in betting. And as long as they all hit, then you get paid off that parlay. But again, if, you know, if one of those, regardless of the sport, doesn't hit, then the parlay just goes away and you lose your money on that such parlay bet. Yeah. But that kind of covers it, Eric. This was our kind of special, I guess, off topic, but kind of on topic for kind of what we do. I know like during our daily podcasts or at least our weekly ones, we, uh, you know, we're always given the lines and, you know, our friends are always asking like, you know, what does this mean? Or like, you know, who should I take and stuff like that? Um, like we kind of stayed in the beginning. I feel like I'm a, you know, not, I'm not a novice better, but I'm not an expert either. I think I'm like right in the middle. Um, but now I guess now that you're listening to our podcast, which I'm sure no one, no episode, one's an expert, you know, if you're an expert, you never, you'd be shooting a hundred percent or, you yeah. know, no one's you know never lost a bet. Everyone's here. lost a bet. So, uh, but hopefully this is like a nice little, like quick, you know, four or 30 minute guide, um, at least as to how to like get, you know, get started with sports betting. And then now you at least understand what a lot of the things that we're saying as far as like, Oh, we have Bengals covering or Browns, you know, getting the points or whatever we have you I flipped that around but now uh, it's time now it's time to pick some fatties big fat winners yeah uh, I mean I haven't bet for this game but maybe just to end off um I'm definitely taking Bengals to cover or not cover I've got the Bengals getting the points I actually might buy half a point and try to get it at five and a half and see well, I, I got it at six so. well yeah I mean I might just try to buy like the buy the half point and bump it up but we'll see 
Uh, but all right, Eric, as always, it's a pleasure, and we'll catch you on the next one. Fatties.